Yeah. <laughs> yo, yo. The NFL season, the regular season is over. We are finally One back for show, a reaction day. show. Hope you guys checked out the, the uh, first show of 2024 on Thursday. Welcome in to our week 18 NFL reaction show. The All Day Everyday Show with All Day AJ and Manny Ruffin. It is the national championship on this January, Monday, January 8th. Little cold here outside Philadelphia. A Monday morning, Monday afternoon with the Bulls jersey today. Kilkenny is back. It has been a two-week hiatus. Let's start things off with a little bit on uh, the uh, happy holidays, happy new year. What's the national champion today? Who's the national champion? Buddy, I have no idea. <laughs> I, have, I, I, have, I have absolutely no idea. Look, I, I think they're two evenly matched teams. I think it's a coin flip. So if it's a coin flip, I guess you go with the team that's plus money and you take Washington. But to tell you the truth, man, I... I've, I have no idea. I got no dog in the fight. I prefer Washington because as a Penn Stater, I'm like inclined to hate Michigan. Please but, God. but I, you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't ruin my life. It wouldn't ruin my day. I just, I want to see a good game. I'll tell you this. The thing that I'm excited about the most is that the game's at 7.30. I didn't know what nice. time it started. And I was checking, I was, I was looking at, looking at my phone earlier. I feel like in the past, these games have kicked off at like 9.15. And then because the, because it's the national title game, you get a longer halftime, you get way more commercial breaks. And like every national title feels like it ends at like one in the morning. And as someone who is now 30 and up, uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not built for that anymore. So <laughs> shout out to the networks for throwing this on at 7.30 for the old heads. We, we needed this one. And like shout out to Washington for our probably It's probably why Pac-12 team finally get into the fucking national championship. Uh, yeah. We got to like change time zones and shit. Congratulations to Alex. And end the season on a high note. Week 18, victory Monday. Yeah, victory Good Monday. Day for the boys, Kenny. Holy shit. Giants. Can I just say, can I just say, Jalen Hurts should not have been playing in that game. I understand you guys, if Dallas win, if Dallas loses, you guys can win, you get the division. I understand that. But don't, if Dallas was never losing the game, number one. And then number two, you're just risking our, our starters. And now he got A.J. Brown. Who the fuck knows what's going on with him? And then you got Hurts jamming his fingers. No need for anybody to play. That's Dude, it. I said I said this going into the week too. Like, yeah, if if we won and Dallas lost, we would have got we would have got the uh, the two seed. We would have we would have got home field home field advantage before winning the division. I don't even know if we would have preferred that. Like, if we went into this game and we just a little birdie says, "Hey, Dallas is going to collapse. Dallas is going to lose." I still was in the camp of I don't really think we want to win this game because our options would have been go on the road to play Tampa. <laughs> or play the Rams at home. And right now, I think the Rams would dog walk us. Like, as bad as the Eagles look right now, I mean, no team has a worse vibe going into the playoffs than the Eagles. We have the we have the very, you know, fortunate situation in that we get a, you know, a potential get-right game the first round of the playoffs. Like, the Bucks stink. We stink, too. We really, <laughs> really horrible. stink. But the Bucks stink. So we get an absolute gift of a first playoff matchup here. And I think we have a much better shot against the Bucks in Tampa than we would against the Rams at home. So I wanted to lose regardless of what Dallas was going to do. So it was it was very fitting to see what I was like. The, the, the A.J. Brown play, it looks like he's going to be okay. It looked really bad at first, but I haven't I haven't seen any news come out of this other than either. it's other than it wasn't serious and you know is you know he was he was going to be fine. He was on the sideline pretty shortly afterwards. And then you have Jalen Hurts jam the finger like five seconds later. And all I could think about was when you were watching the Detroit game like two hours before this. You had Sam Laporta blow his knee out, and then you had Khalif Raymond get hurt. And if you're the Eagles watching this game, like, yeah, that's that's what can't happen to us. Yeah. And it's just, I, I think you're going to see teams, I think, continue to mail it in even more in these in these week 17 now week 18 situations going forward. Because like even Miami last night, we're going to we're going to get into that game. But like you know, like not only did they lose, they lost the division, and they lost like three of their top four edge rushers in the second half. Like, mm -hmm. they, I think they were better off just mailing it in and just taking their medicine. I was saying to us before the show, like, I forget what the record was, but we're, we're the first team to get to 10 wins or 11 wins and not finish that 12. And, like, fighting your medicine, like, you, you should not be playing anyone important in Week 18 if that was the case. So, we just, we're, we, we've made our bed. We made our bed almost as early as Week 1. We just run, won a lot of games in a row and, and looked pretty sadly, good. Sadly, you now got to lie. Now we got to lay in it. It's I mean, later in the season. Who would have thought 1-5 to end – the last six games of the season and three of those games are against the Giants and the Cardinals. You lose home field, even uh, not even home field, but just even one singular home playoff game. I mean, the Eagles just thrive on that. And we're get, getting to an opportunity where they would have to go through the 49ers in the second round in San Francisco. I mean, I'm scared. My question though, to you is if they find a way to lose to the Bucks, which it seems like everybody thinks that the Bucks are winning that game. I think the Eagles are going to win that game. But if they somehow lose that game, are you done with Nick Sirianni? Do you have to be? 
Oh, Hi, Mooney. Hey, Great time to come at Mooney. Mooney's Mooney. done. Mo- Mooney, <laughs> Mooney, had, Mooney, Mooney turned the game off at halftime, put himself to bed. He, he couldn't handle it anymore. Um, dude, I'm, I'm really torn on this, man. Uh, Me too. I, I, I've, I've li- I like Sirianni. I know the, you know, his his personality has been, I would say, a, a, bit, a bit polarizing, I think, to, to put it lightly. But I, I just I've, I've put my blind faith into the guy. And uh, I don't think you can – I don't think that's where we can be anymore. If we lose to the Bucks, I think we clean house. I really do. <sighs> Yeah, and that goes. Yeah, my theory was just give him one more chance to hire some more hire coordinators. Slam dunk first coordinator batch, horrible F minus E minus second coordinator batch. <laughs> Try one more time and on a short ass leash, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if he gets fired. I'm not going to be the one to be like, oh my God, I can't believe he did it at all. Trust me. No team has finished the season one in five and won a playoff game since 2000. That should say enough right Let's there. Make history, boys. Let's go rewrite uh, go the do the do factor is off the charts. <laughs> <laughs> it's the uh, hey the what's it the we're we're back department called. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into this uh, Titans and Jacksonville Jaguars oh game God. in Tennessee in what most likely was Derrick Henry's last game in a Tennessee Titan uniform. Speaking to the the fans on the stadium mic afterwards, thanking the fans for being there watching him That's grow these last eight Tennessee, years. Baby. The thirty year old looks like. He's still got some shit left in the tank after 150 and a touchdown, breaking long runs. He's still just as powerful as as we've seen in his eight-year career. The Jags in this game just had to win, and they were in. If they lose, they're out. And I was watching this game with you, sir, and just watching the stupid play calling where we have multiple chances to win this game. I mean, even when they were down 15, even if you kicked the field goal there, you're down 12. And if you don't want to do that, that's fine. You still got to go for two. You get turned over on downs there, inside the almost inside the red zone. Then you get it back, and then we're third and goal, and we choose to do a, a, a takeoff the entire left side of the field. We choose to throw it, throw it out of the end zone. Okay, now we're on the uh, one-and-a-half-yard line, and we call... I don't even. You, I guess you call it a sneak, but he, Trevor Lawrence, tries to reach over the over the goal line. He's not even close. How long do we think his arms are? How big do we think this guy is? We it was hand the, the it was ball like off. The dunk, it was the dunk at the end of Space Jam, and he wasn't idiot. even close. What an idiot! That's a stupid. I mean, this game should have been won. The Titans should not have even closed the door on that. But that win for the Titans put the Steelers into the matchup against wow. the Bills. Uh, I mean, if you're if you're a Jags fan and you're on this Jags team, I understand that we lose five or six to end the year, but I understand with the injuries to Trevor Lawrence this year, I mean, the highest of highs from last year was almost beating Kansas City and they're in Kansas City in their playoff game. We're not going to see that, uh, you know, for the Jags going forward. i uh, just frustrated. I had a sack on the Jags, so I was a little upset. What do you got? Well, dude, forget forget last year, right? I mean, you had you finished last year on a on a positive note. You know, obviously, you know, losing to losing to the Chiefs wasn't wasn't ideal, but like they they put up a good fight. It was the the first year with Dougie P, and you know they they go down swinging to to the eventual Super Bowl champions. They no team had more hype coming into this year than the Jacksonville Jaguars, at least compared to where they've been like historically, right? The Jags were everyone's favorite. I don't even know if you could call them a sleeper team because they were a playoff team last year. They were bringing back everybody important. They went out and got Calvin Ridley. So there was a lot of excitement about this team. And then they lived up to that hype through 11 weeks of the year. Like going into their their Monday night football matchup against the Joe Burrow-less Cincinnati Bengals, mm. the Jags were sitting at eight and three. They were they were sitting in the sole possession of the number one seed in the AFC. They had a home game on Monday night football against Jake Browning and that was the end of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Since that moment, they lost five of six. Their only win was against the Carolina Panthers, and it looked awful. Looked awful doing it. I mean, it's just it's a meltdown of epic proportions. Now again, you can play the you can talk about all their injuries, and again, clearly Trevor Lawrence isn't fully healthy. He's looked mm-hmm. like he really regressed this year. It was a major down year for him. I'm I'm gonna I'm waiting for it to come out that like he ended up being way more hurt than they let on. I mean, he was questionable even coming into this week. But again, that can only you can only you can only say that so much. I mean, just you, you have to beat the Tennessee Titans. The team was they're a different team, clearly without Christian Kirk. You look at Trevor Lawrence's numbers with and without Kirk this year. I mean, they're just they're they're night and day. So losing him was was a death sentence. Zay Jones has banged up the entire year. And then even Travis Etienne, I mean, he hasn't been on the injury report, but he's looked off really mm-hmm. since since that since that Bengals game. I think he's averaging like three yards a carry in their their last six games. They just they've had no rhythm whatsoever on offense. And it's just hard to believe that again, like going into that game, you're sitting eight and three in a game that 
the entire world needed you to win. You forget they, the Jaguars that week, they had the weight of the world on their shoulders from all the survivor pools. Like Jaguars that week against Cincinnati was the survivor pool pick of the week. And that slammed the door in a lot of pools because that knocked out like 90% of people that, that were still left. And from that point on, they haven't been able to right the ship. And I, I, I think if you're a Jags fan, I think you probably saw it coming this week. You know, Titans were thrilled to be able to play spoiler, you know, against this team. King Henry has made his career off demolishing the Jacksonville Jaguars, possibly, probably his his last home game. And even in a game that didn't really matter to the Titans, Vrabel, you know, is going to have them fired up. I mean, this 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 team is going to go out there. And I think Ryan Tannehill is a clear upgrade to to Levis. I mean, when when it looked like Tannehill was going to get the ball, that was crazy. I I was I was pretty confident that the Titans were going to win this game. I just Man, if you're a Jags fan, all I can say is I'm sorry because I know that you've gone through hell for really the your entire your entire life as a Jaguars fan. And this is the year that was supposed to be your year. And it was your year. Like it lived up to the hype. It it exceeded expectations. And you get to the number one seed and you somehow find yourself not in the playoffs a month and a half later. That's impossible to wrap my brain around. It really is. No, nah, it's an all-time disappointment job from the Jags. Like, and I feel so sorry for all their fans. I want to shout out, though, King Henry. G of X interview and the Titans. Like, Variable's going to love playing this spot anytime he can, especially with a team that has, like, a weaker O-line, not really establishing like that, a team that's kind of struggling on offense. Like, Variable's just licking his chops coming into this game. And this is – I felt so bad – for you hit the nail on the head for Will Levis because Ryan Tannehill is looking like galvanizing this team. He got blood on his jersey. He's taking his leading the boys. I'm sitting there like, damn, Will, you did all you could, my boy. You did all you could, man. But I, I, it feels so bad for the Jags. I feel like ever since I hopped on the bandwagon, yelling Duval the wrong way, getting made fun of in the comment section on IG, we haven't been doing shit. So I'm a, a couple guys have been commenting. I'm handing my resignation letter. I'm going to hop off the bandwagon because it's been bad since I've been here. So you guys go do y'all thing. <laughs> Shout out Dougie P. I still love you, my boy. Thank you for 2017. But y'all, I'm, I'm out. Yo. But that play uh, calling was dog shit. Y'all horrible. I mean, I just didn't want to. Horrible. Y'all got and it. The, y'all y'all and, nailed it with the, with the play calling, bro. Y'all and yeah, shout out to King Henry, too. It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like the Jags marched down the field without him and then gave him, like, you know the the pity touchdown on the goal line. I mean, oh, he yeah. won them this game. He won them yeah. this game. And I think on that on that ninety six on like that ninety four ninety yard carry or whatever, uh, I think he he topped out at like twenty two miles per hour. It was it was like the sev- the seventh fastest <laughs> run of the season. So like, I don't want to. The word okay. washed. I think we're throwing that word around a little yeah, loosely. Yeah, we are if, throwing if, that yeah, shit around. You Everybody, might help a team in Philly. Yeah. I, I like listening to the to the announcer saying, you know, he didn't. He only had a hundred carries or hundred and ten touches in his first season. You talk about the they talk about the the eight years and the thirty years old and the longevity of running backs and I think he, he still got he still got yeah, one or two more funny. in the tank. Someone I saw on Twitter this morning someone posted like his total carries from high school, college, and the NFL. And it the number was was absolutely insane. I don't yeah. know exactly what it was, but it was insane. And it's funny in his exit interview he was like shouting out the chefs and shit. He's like I'm very specific about what I eat, and he's like shouting out some specific chef for giving his avocados every morning and shit. So he probably could go for a couple more years, man. I think uh, he take care of himself. Hey. The, one thing you forget about Henry T, you look at the workload that he had, you know, throughout the NFL and in college. This man played like the equivalent of four NFL seasons in high school. I think in his senior year, <laughs> he had like a, he had like a thousand carries, yeah. dude. And they were giving him like 36, 36 carries a game. Dude, I forget what the number was. Bama. The number was it was. I mean, it was like, what? like I remember watching I him in his it, in his last year there, and I'm like, it's like 36, 42 carries a game, and I'm yeah. like, is he even gonna be able to last in the NFL for how much usage he's getting in goddamn college? Yeah. But good for him, man. Good, 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 good for him. Uh, good for the Titans and Jaguars fans. Uh, it was you woke you woke up this morning and just remembered that you're a Jaguars fan so and you, you 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 know what it feels like to be a Jaguars fan. This is it in a nutshell. It's right like here. it's like coming home after uh, a vacation. You got to go to work. You got to go to work the next day. It's like the reality this. has just hit back for Jacksonville Jaguars. You know what fans. it is? It's it's that it's that gif of the of the Jags fan in in the stands. It's from a couple of years ago. I think they're it's on Thursday Night Football. They're down like forty five to two, and the, <laughs> the the camera just pans to the one Jags fan just standing up, just like. <laughs> it's, it's 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 my favorite gift ever. I use it for everything. That's that is Jags fans right now across the country. I also want to just touch on uh, some other news that's happening all over social media and uh, what happened at the end of this division. Another division game. The Saints kicking ass, taking care of business. Thirty-one unanswered points in the second half. Forty-eight seventeen. Monster monster win. Gave themselves a shot to win the division, and somehow the Panthers couldn't get the job done. Even still, holding the Bucks to nine uh, and not a touchdown. 
Jameis Winston might be the funniest dude on the fu- in the planet, on the planet, and in the NFL. I mean, the dude not only eats W's when he when he was actually playing, but he eats W's when he doesn't even have to play. I mean, he goes in there. Apparently, it's 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 we're not listening to the play call. We're gonna hand Jamal Williams, the guy who had 17 touchdowns last year, leading running backs, total touchdowns, gets his only touchdown of the year on the last play of the game. And now Arthur Smith is fired up. And speaking of fired up, his ass is canned, and he's out of Atlanta. And 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 I just want to hear your thoughts on 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 what's going on. If if you do you care about the whole is respect thing? Should we not have scored there? I understand that Tiki Barber on the broadcast saying, "Hey Arthur Smith, they understand it's a respect thing, but it's the NFL. You can do whatever the hell you want." It's 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 the NFL. You're grown men making millions of dollars, and you 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 play a game that is just. The entire aura is is toughness. Like, grow up, dude. Like, yeah. who, literally, who cares? Cry me a river. I, I could I could see it from both ways. I love that. I thought it was awesome, just because it was it was more funny than anything else. Like, look, if if they didn't do this, then we wouldn't have gotten that wonderful Jameis interview in the locker room, and none of this would have happened. So, for that, I I'm very glad this happened. I again, I can see it from both sides. I think the one thing you can take away is just I don't know how to I don't know how to read into like the saints going rogue and just essentially telling Dennis Allen to fuck off. Like he told them to go into victory formation and they said no. And then, and then did this. I don't mind them giving him the touchdown. I think they would have gotten a lot less shit if they lined up in like, even if it was like your, you know, a standard goal line formation and at least, you know, made it look like they were going to run the ball. It's the fact that they were lined up in victory formation and half the defense is like standing up. Right. I mean, it's like, it, it's, they, they clearly don't think they're going to do this. And then they ended up, you know, stuffing it in with Jamal Williams. So if the complaint is how they did it, I, I could see that, but dude, it's, you know, I agree with Tiki Barber. It's the NFL. You can do You can do whatever you want. Uh, and you know, you do it, you know, you know, what's best for, for team morale. I just think it's funny that the effort they put in to get Jamal Williams, a touchdown, as if he's like this make a wish guy or he's this player who's never scored before, or it's like, you know, or it's like the giants trying to feed Sterling Shepard, yeah. you know, at the, at the end yep. of the game yesterday, right? Like Jamal Williams led the NFL in touchdowns last year. He had 17. This guy has scored plenty of times. I guess they didn't have one this year, but uh, again, I'm not an NFL player. I'm not a coach. I had no problem with it. I thought it was nah, zero. That, it made me like, it makes you just love James even more. And the Jamal Williams thing is funny too, because it made me think like how much how loved is this guy in the locker room? Because I remember like the hard knock speech where he was crying with the lines. He left, there was a big impact. Like he probably had a huge impact in that locker room. And they're probably like, nah, fuck this. Like we're getting Jamal a ton, like at the end of the game now. And you know I played on some good teams and I played on some bad teams. I've taken some slackings and given them. I have every single one I've been in, I've never had a player, nothing like that, freak out when a team scores late or anything like that. It's always a parent in the background, like the coach, like you saw it there. This is a rivalry game. This is the interdivision rival game. When the Saints scored, you could look at the highlights, look back, the Falcons players are sitting there with their hands on their hips. Like, yeah, I mean, we're getting our fucking ass kicked. Like, we, we didn't score a point in the inter- second half. Interception got to the one yard line. Like they're going to score anyway. Like we don't get it. Like get us off the fucking I think field. It's, it's the culmination. Like, it's never of- that deep. It was the culmination of a lot of things too, right? I mean, if, if this happens in you know, if this happens two weeks ago, I don't think it's as big of a deal. It's the fact that, you know, it happened at the end of this game that it sent that, you know, clearly slammed the door on Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta needed a lot of help to make the playoffs anyway, but like this, nice. you know, this game slammed the door on Atlanta season. It very obviously was slamming the door on Arthur Smith's yeah, coach. Arthur felt that. Yeah. <laughs> and this just twisted the knife in, in, in the grossest way possible. Like I have no problem with how he reacted to it. I mean, it made a lot of sense. Yeah. He, there was, there was a lot of F-words being dropped over there. You could see on the broadcast. Yeah. The coach walking by like, you bitch ass yeah, motherfucker. He said, you're a bitch ass motherfucker. I mean, like, I love but it. at least, at least, I love the NFL, at least we had Dennis out saying, coming out and saying like, I told them to. I told them to do this. Yeah, Jameis said it too. Okay? Jameis said, "My fault." At least Jameis said, Dennis. "Like I'm not gonna put my, my I'm fault. not hanging yeah, my coach yeah, out to dry." Yeah. I was um, just trying to get my guy one. And you know what? This just this just goes to show that this rivalry is now something to uh, at least put on the radar. You know, as we get into next season and what that's gonna look like for when they when they you know see each other again next year. I'm excited to see what that looks like. Uh, let's get to this Sunday night game. The Bills and the Dolphins in Miami competing for the division. Let's remember the road that it had that had to happen for the Bills to even get here. They lose that heartbreaker against Denver at home, that game-winning field goal with the with the false start or the offsides, 
and, and, and they lose that one. Then they still stay at home and they get a freebie against the Jets. They win that game 32-6. to And then we go to Philly. And in a game that we had full control over, Josh Allen against overtime is the best matchup of all time. And and the the Bills lose this one. And then we're sitting there thinking, well, I think that's it for the Bills to, to at least win the division. Now we got to even focus on, can we even make the playoffs? Because after that, they go to the Chiefs and then Dallas. Win them both. From that point, you got to win out. You got to go beat the Chiefs in our head. Come back home. You got to beat Dallas. You got to beat the Chargers. And then you got to beat the Patriots. And then you still will have to beat the Dolphins for the division. And you still will need the Dolphins to get some losses. You'll still need a lot of help to even get a shot. The fact that they got here, they were coming into this game. We didn't work all this way and go this far and work too hard to lose now. That's a good win for them, but sloppy as fuck. Josh Allen, I mean, back-to-back end zone interceptions is unreal. And for, if we're going to talk about heading into the playoffs with this type of mentality. But uh, like we you said. We can get a pass on the second one. First we, one was crazy. Fine. First, first one was, one was nuts. Second one. I'll give you that one on the second one. Uh but like you said, I like what you said. This Dolphins team looks soft. soft and Tyreek Hill walking off the field after that Tua interception, that's some bullshit. That's some bullshit. What do you got on this one, Kenny? You got the full Josh Allen experience in this game. Uh, again, <laughs> I, I think what's been fun about Week 18 is like a, a lot of teams like sort of played to really who they are. I mean, this was this was a, a Bills game through and through, for lack of better words. I mean, you got you got all ends of the spectrum here. Look. I don't really know what to make of this Bills team. Um, if there's like I'm trying to think here, right? If you're if you're a Dolphins fan, going into Arrowhead sucks. If you, I'm sure everyone's already seen the weather. It's gonna be like a high of like 15 degrees in Kansas City next week. But I, I think like if you take the weather aside of this, like I think if you're the Dolphins, like I think I'd rather play the Chiefs than than the Bills right now. Like I might be in the minority saying that, but the Chiefs look vulnerable and the Bills look like a team that is just clicking at the right time. I mean, I think similar to the Rams in the NFC. Like if you're, if you're in the AFC right now, you do not want to be facing the Buffalo bills. Now I'm not, I don't think you want to be facing the Kansas city chiefs either, but I think it was a lose, lose for the dolphins here, but man, this, I think you said, you said it, uh, you said it perfectly, Manny. There's just, they're just not a tough team. You know, they, if, if they're, if they have a lead and they, if, if they're in control, they can run it down your throat and they can just play their style of football, which they were in the first half of this game. And then the second they hit a smidge of adversity, they just don't have they just don't have the ability to, to to flip that flip that switch. I guess especially when they're as banged up as they are. I mean, Tyreek Tyreek's been hurt. It seems like the last like seven weeks. I mean, he's limping half the game. The fact that he's able to produce as much as he does is incredible. Yeah. Waddle's hurt every single game. Yeah, no Mostert this week. It's just I don't I don't know what to make with what to make of this Dolphins team. And when it looked like they were the the cheat code of the NFL, revolutionizing NFL offenses with with this you know this this speed scheme that they have. Uh, I it's it's fitting that it might just come crashing to a halt in, in Kansas City wildcard weekend. Nah, you're 100% correct. And I want to give my shout out to Joe Barry. Talked about that week when it was like, we got to, listen, Josh Allen is a Ferrari. I don't care if he breaks. We got to use him. Like, I think it's, I forget how many weeks in a row or the, how many weeks are the last couple that he was a leading rusher, but that's been a recipe for success for them. James Cook has been incredible too, but again, it was another Josh Allen week. And I like the Chiefs-Miami matchup. It's just, I the Chiefs have not shown me they're a soft football team. And the Dolphins' losses, they have a couple close losses. The Chiefs' one was a close loss, but they were down 21 zip at in the first half. You remember, they scored two in the third quarter. They looked soft as fuck in that game. They played us, got out physical. I'm pretty sure we blew them the fuck out. They lost to the Ravens, got blown the fuck out. It was close until they got out physical, and then they just wilted and cried and went away. This Miami team is soft as dick. And I have to stop backing these sweet ass teams. It's another one. Jags in Miami. And you know what? Like, I, I I don't know. I think I just got I fell in love with the Tua quick game with Tyreek and Waddle. And it looked good early on. And they had a couple, they had the most third and A chain thing going in the, back, in the backfield. But you can't, when it comes down to week 18, it gets cold out here. You might have to travel across the country. You just need a tough football team. This team is not tough. Dude, it's, the, it's these, Florida be, good, these Florida good weather teams oh, are complacent, man. It, you, I, 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 need, I need my teams embrace, embracing the cold. And, uh, it's just I think you, they're, they're getting a little too much sunshine down there. And then, you know, you get punched in the mouth week 18 and you go, oh, fuck. I'm right, saying, so what do you do in that Chiefs matchup as a better? Like, what do you do? I mean, I'm, I, I'm not touching that motherfucker with a 10-foot pole. I, I'm taking Dolphins. I don't know. I'm taking, I'm taking the Dolphins in that Chiefs game, and I think Kenny, you said it. You talk about saying shit perfectly. You said that part perfectly. Where if I'm Dolphins, I understand we have to go to, you know, Arrowhead. But Tyreek going back to Arrowhead. Tyreek going back to Arrowhead is another narrative. There, first time we obviously get Stafford doing the same thing with Detroit. But for for the Dolphins in this situation, you're right. I would much rather 
go sit and play the Chiefs because we have That's a way true. better shot to beat them. I do not want to see a rematch. And mm-hmm. after that, after that sloppy performance from both sides, like yeah, yeah, I yeah. still don't think the the Dolphins would have a, a remote chance. I think the nah, yeah. the Bills would actually kick the doors off him. And you know what? You're coming to our place now. Yeah. So you talk about soft. You're, you want to come <laughs> freeze your ass off? Anyway. That's how you're going to yeah. get beat. I, I just think the, it, we're, we're primed to see. You now got to basically make a choice. Who do you want out of the? Who do you want to see out of the AFC? Do you want to see the Ravens and 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 that defense and the and the high scoring offense that they have, or do you want to see Josh Allen go make a Super Bowl run? How, you got to make a. How much make of a, a finger do we have to point at? We're talking about Nick Sirianni. I'm not saying the guys gonna get fired, but Mike McDaniel is a really loved social media coach. Everyone, I mean, I like Mike McDaniel too. But how much do you have to point a finger at him too? Because this is another team that seems like they just completely lost their identity. Like I don't know where their identity is. They're sweet. They're losing guy. I don't know. Like. Some of these guys, some of these coaches might be under fire coming in next year, man. It's just like again, I mean, like Waddle and Hill have been hurt the entire the entire mm-hmm. year. I mean, they they, they haven't been hundred percent. And look, and every, every team has situations like that. I mean, it's like I'm not giving them a pass because yeah, they're the theirs, only team in the NFL that's that's had some some injury adversity. Yeah. But you you can't you can't go out like you can't go out like this. No, you, yeah. you, you can't go out like this. So look, I'm I'm happy it played out the way that it did. You know for. You know, all of the conspiracy people out there that, you know, shout from the rooftops that the NFL is rigged, it's fixed, it's it's an entertainment, it's not a real sport. Well, looking ahead at these wild card matchups, uh, it's hard to disagree with them. I'm, obviously, I don't believe it to be the case, but the the narratives you have in incredible. every one of these games is insane. You know, you got Brett Brown, Browns, Texans, you know, a little Deshaun, Deshaun, you got Deshaun Watson. You know, he's not playing, but you got the Deshaun Watson team versus the Texans. You got Tyreek back in Arrowhead. You've got the Packers against Mike McCarthy. You get the Stafford, the Stafford and Goff rematch against each other against their old teams. I mean, it's you, you can't draw it up better than this. You get the slight narrative, uh, Eagles against the Bucks. I think we uh, Jalen Hurts' first career playoff game was against the Bucks. That doesn't have it, as, uh, as much weight as all these yeah. other ones here. But look, uh, NFL fans, you know, eat your heart out. You've got maybe the best wild card weekend I've 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 ever seen. Like this slate is going to be just so much fun. Yeah, let's let's dive right in here with the. Browns and Houston kicking things off. Talk about uh, NRG Stadium, obviously hosting the national championship tonight. And then a week later, we're going to host a playoff game for Houston and D'Amico Ryan's first year as a head coach. Congratulations there, sir. Very well done. Very well done for Houston. We're not just a baseball team that fucking cheats. We have a good football team, too. Uh, (laughs) Like that thing. Yankees fan taking more digs. All right, so we got two and a half here. Uh, two and a half point favorites for the Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco is elite company, <laughs> and uh, and this Browns defense. I really would like to see C.J. Stroud, you know, put together a playoff win here and and make these fans proud. I want to read this stat here just from uh from C.J. Stroud. Three quarterbacks in the last fifty seasons have led the NFL in passing yards per game and the passing touchdown to interception ratio in a single year. Nineteen eighty nine. Joe Montana, that's number one. Number two is 07 Tom Brady. And number three is 2023 CJ Stroud. 100%. The Houston Texans have found their guy and uh, their, their guy for a long, long haul. What do you what do you like in this game? Houston okay. is. Answer me this really quick. If you're an NFL GM, just in a, in a fantasy universe, okay. you know, every, sing, every single NFL player is now a free agent and you're a GM and you're, you're now drafting your quarterback of the future. Like right now, how many quarterbacks do you take in above CJ Stroud? I agree. Two, two, three, yeah, two, not two, two, maybe. Yeah, like give me Josh and Pat, and I'm I'll, I'll take and everyone else can can fuck off. I think. Like yeah, you know what I mean. Like no, I, it's tough too. I might be jumping a gun a little bit, but just to be able to galvanize this team in this city like this in one year that was just in the depths, have to give D'Amico credit too, but this is a CJ Stroud train, and he's gonna he's causing that. He's he's going through for me. Don't you think that's the right answer there, though? Or, or w- w- like, it's I mean, it's, it's gotta be I, one and two. It's a little controversial. I think it's one and two. Um, God, like Lamar, maybe. You know Lamar. But, you know, I, 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 don't, I, no disrespect to Lamar whatsoever because I think he's, he's fucking incredible. Like it, it's, it's two, and it's maybe three if you want to, if you want to throw you Lamar throw in there. Lamar, I'm not yeah. taking anybody else. Like I'm not, ta- like, unfortunately, I'm not taking Jalen Hurts. Jaylen, yeah. I'm not taking Dak. No. I'm not taking Trevor Lawrence. No. I'm not taking Justin Herbert. I'm taking Joe CJ Burrow, Stroud. Joe Burrow. Ooh, Joe Burrow. Joe, uh, it's but, tough. It's, and oh, that's it's, hard. You can argue he did the same thing, though. Besides the first year, besides the first year, you could argue he did the same thing. CJ doesn't have a Jamar. He doesn't have a Joe Mixon. But you could argue it's similar. And I'm not a Joe Burrow guy. He knows that. I'm not the yeah. biggest Joe Burrow guy. I can I admit he's great, though. 
It's I, tough. Love, I, I love Joe Burrow. I, I, I am a Joe Burrow guy, and I think, man, I got a hard time taking taking. That's tough. Well, yeah, real Stroud quick. Right now. That's just just, just, tough, just, factor, just factoring in, the, just because of injury history yeah. and, and really nothing more. So real, close. real quick, as, as we just mentioned, Joe Burrow, I do want to get this out here for your thoughts here. I don't know if you saw what Jake Browning said in his press comments after the game. Said that he believes that he's like, I don't know if there's, if, if there's you know, if, if there's 32 quarterbacks that are better than me. Like yeah, meaning, Jake, meaning that shit. he should be that he's okay. a top thirty-two quarterback in the league. He should be a starter, is what he's trying to say, and that's what he's getting at. <laughs> and then he just said, then he said after it just so happens I play on a team with a top five quarterback, so I'll that's the problem. The, now it was almost a little bit of a dig because it's like I don't want to sit on the bench. I want to, I want to play. I don't, I don't, I don't think it was a backup. dig. I, I agree. I agree with both of those comments. I mean, he he's the he's backup to a he's a, he's the backup to a top five quarterback, and he's definitely a top. He said he he said that this should have proved that I am a top thirty two quarterback and I could be a starter in the NFL in the NFL. And, and I believe that it did. It 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 hundred it hundred percent did. I think uh, what everybody thought was happening with with Josh Dobbs. I mean, the Josh Dobbs yeah. experience <laughs> was, 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 was very short lived. I think Jake Browning's had a little more staying power. Like I gotta give again, you credit though, Kenny. You called the Josh you called, Dobbs. You called, the you bluff. called that. Yeah, be, you, you called, called the bluff, bluff on that. We gotta just it's, put that out there. It, it, yeah, it, it's it was it was it was never gonna be a, a long term <laughs> thing. Look, I, I don't think Browning is gonna be the missing piece for a team on the way to the Super Bowl, but like. Uh, I'm sure the Patriots would prefer Jake Browning as opposed to like yeah, Mac Jones yeah. or Billy Zappi. So like, I don't think we're saying a whole lot there, but I agree with him wholeheartedly. He's definitely a top 32 quarterback. He could start for a lot of teams. He's, you know, he's somewhere between probably like 23 and 28. And, you know, in the grand scheme of things, that's pretty damn good. Yeah. And I, I, that, I will just want to repeat the quote that you said about Josh Dobbs when it was the comeback player of the year award. And oh, yeah. You were like, well, what the fuck is he coming back from? <laughs> So how can we be put in this in this high esque of Josh Dobbs? But okay, uh, that was real quick on that. I just wanted to get your thoughts on Jake Browning and the comments there as his season has now concluded. Uh, okay, so the Houston Texans plus one twenty two in the money line here, two and a half point underdogs. Do you like the Browns advancing here with their defense and the Joe Flacco is elite company, or does Houston with the home field and riding that CJ train like Manny likes to talk about? We'll get them to the W. I think on paper, it's very, very clear the Browns are the better team. Yep. I think the Texans can win this game. Yep. I, I, I'm i not overly committing to a side here just yet, but again, I, I like to think of the play at home. I think if this is in Cleveland, it's, it's a much different game. Look, the, the Texans defense has issues. I mean, they had trouble stopping. Like, they could not stop Jonathan Taylor last week, and the Browns make their living. Again, I know everyone's talking about you know what Flacco has done since he's come back here, but he's able to do what he does because of their unbelievable running game that they're able to just sort of build around here. They have one of the best offensive lines in football. Jerome Ford has been a, a godsend for them this year. They they get the power of Kareem Hunt, you know, mixing it up there. If this was in Cleveland, I think it's a different game. I think the Texans find a way to hang in here. And just because, you know what, man, I'm I'm not I'm not in a space right now where I feel like betting against CJ Stroud. Now, am, am I gonna hammer him to win his first playoff game as an underdog? No. I think this game right now it feels like a stay away because I think it's gonna be a really, really good game. I don't lean any major sides, but if you put a gun to my head, I think I would lean the Texans. No, I share the exact same sentiment. It's like I the the uh the Browns to me are clearly the better team, clearly should win. Something about fading C.J. Stroud, something about fading the Texans' first playoff game in a while back home doesn't feel right to me. I'm probably going to be personally putting some coin on the Texans, but this is a toss-up for me. I'm taking the Texans, though. I'm going to have to officially take the Texans. Yeah, I, I want to take the Browns because of their defense, um, but I want to root for C.J. So It's me with the night tonight. I, I, I want to take the Pettics. That's man. why I took the oh. over, Kenny. I did take the over in that game, in the uh, chip game. Just got to root for points. I don't know who's going to win, so I just root yeah. for points. <laughs> yeah, I, I, dude, I hope it's 100 through 100. Just give us, just give us that. <laughs> yeah, because last year was, was done by the first quarter, and I at least want to watch the game. Yeah. I like try to sit there and watch the game. All right, to our Saturday night game, the we just briefly touched on this a little bit. Um, the, the Dolphins and the Chiefs, Tyreek Hill making his long-awaited return to our head stadium and Kansas City as the Dolphins losing the division last night. Plus 154 underdogs, three-and-a-half-point underdogs. I I feel like just early leans here. I understand we just lost and we're soft and everyone's out here calling us fraudulent. I, I, I got to give the edge to the Dolphins because I nobody on this Chiefs team is scaring me. They don't have enough weapons to compete. If you just pure put roster to roster up there, the Dolphins line up better, in my opinion, and I think the Dolphins can win this one. Goodbye, Pat, uh, Pat Mahomes. 
I agree. I think the Dolphins can hang in this game. Um, I, I think the I, I don't know what this what this opened. I know, I know the total has gotten bet down a little bit. I mean, the weather is the weather is the story right here. People are freaking out because it's going to be cold. It, the, I mean, it's really going to depend on the wind. If it's just cold, and again, I know you look at Tua's record in the cold speaks for itself. But, dude, I'm just if if you've made your career betting against Patrick Mahomes, you're bankrupt, right? I mean, it's just it's it is not financially responsible to bet against this guy or to count him out he is a freakazoid he's the best player in the nfl and he's still the best player that i've ever seen with that said th this chiefs team is not the chiefs team from last year this offense has no rhythm you know that the, they are like with clearly you look at the value that you know just with eric the enemy you know running the offense i mean just it, it's it's a different it's an entirely different scheme this year that is just not working the personnel is awful They're, they have one of the worst receiving cores that I've ever seen. You've got Travis Kelsey, who clearly isn't healthy. He hasn't been healthy since the year started. He had that bone bruise going into week one, and he just looked slow the entire year. I know everyone's talking about the Taylor Swift and the, the distraction narrative and all this, but at the end of the day, man, the guy's getting older. He hasn't been healthy this year. The explosiveness isn't there. And I, I just like, I think throughout the year, the, the Chiefs offense looked clunky the entire year. And every single week, people just kept expecting them to figure it out. And Mahomes is just going to, Mahomes their way to to blow out victories and it hasn't happened and I think assuming that it's just going to click again because it's the playoffs I, I I think is I think is a bold move so obviously like everybody else I'm very excited for this game and you couldn't have asked for a better like wild card weekend playoff game on a, on a Saturday night but I think both of these teams have have major flaws right now and despite what we saw last night and despite what we've seen from Miami in recent weeks if they come in a little more healthy next week, I think three and a half is too many. If, it, if at three and a half, I think I would take the points and go Dolphins. Yeah, I, I so I'm personally going to say the Chiefs advance. I think you have to watch this spread super close. Three and a half is completely disrespectful, especially now that two, two and a half is a key number now, and that's not really three. If it goes up to something like four, people like KC, like you got to take the Dolphins spread. But I think something has to be said. Kansas City's a whole different team now. This defense is something that they really lean on and something they've been leaning on and it kind of what has been saving their season and the running game. Like, this is a team that we talk about how Miami was really physical. That's two parts of the game where I think, especially in playoff football, cold playoff football back in Arrowhead, I think this is what they're going to really lean on is that identity that the Chiefs have now. And you saw the Dolphins. I, I know Travis Kelsey had a bad year. You saw the Dolphins just struggle mightily with Dalton Kincaid. And I, I, I would be shocked if Andy and Pat... Don't watch that film. Look at Travis and go, listen, buddy, you can give us a dub here. We can win. We, we know some easy coverage we can win on. I think just because of the physicality and some of the matches that we saw from how the Dolphins got exposed, I'm going to go to Chiefs to win a close one in Arrowhead. A real close one. I'm thinking like a game-winning field goal. We might see like a little rig. Pat Mahomes crying for a holding penalty. They might get it. But I, I got the Chiefs in a close one. Just because of physicality. Hey, and Peacock uh, is now finding a way to cash out on this this is our Tyree Kill, you know, return to my to from Miami, our return to Arrowhead. We all want to see that game. And of course, Peacock has to swoop in and say, Hey, it's pay to play. It's pay to win. It's pay it's to watch. It's unbelievable. Like what a, it's just that's such a middle finger to like everyone around the country. Like, look, like, you know, if you're you know, I'm sure most millennials, you can find a way to stream it. You go to the bar that it's going to be on. But like, I don't know, if you're like my dad, you, you doesn't know what the fuck Peacock is. Dude. Like, right. it's just, it's, 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 and I think a lot of old heads are, aren't going to know that this is the case until it's eight o'clock on Saturday and they can't find the game. And then they're mm -hmm. going to lose their minds. Yep. yep. And you knew they were picking that game because there was realistically no other game that they would do that to unless they wanted to throw, you know, Possibly Stafford's return yeah. to and, and, and ruin that for us. But now they got to ruin this. Um, okay. Now to the uh, Bills game here. Buffalo gets the home game with the AFC East division title last night. They now host Pittsburgh because Jacksonville and D Doug Peterson just stink. And now Bills open up as 10-point favorites. I understand that clearly we're the better team here. Manny's trying to say that that is, is potentially for the TJ Watt injury and, and what can potentially mean what, what that means for them uh, in this game. But... In an NFL game alone, double-digit points to cover is very hard. Now it, now you put that with a playoff game. A Mike Tomlin playoff team. <laughs> I don't think we're covering that, but this this is a walk in the park for the I Bills. Need, Just don't act games. like it is, and, and, and we got it done. This is a tough one, right? Because like Mike Tomlin, the Mike Tomlin Steelers, I feel like their identity is they lose games that they're supposed to win, and they win games that nobody, that nobody gives them a chance to win. I mean, this is a... Just on paper, this is a quintessential Steelers game 
they're getting you're, 10 you're points nobody in the nobody in the universe <laughs> is going to go near them with a 10 foot pole Ooh. and historically that has pointed to some some Steelers success I don't think that's going to be the case this weekend if, if, if TJ Watt was playing I think this could be I think this could that's be a closer key. game like the Bills are night and day better than the Steelers I think the Steelers are are, are atrocious but again we saw last night the the full spectrum of the Josh Allen experience and he will win you games and he has the ability to lose you games and I just think the likelihood of him losing you a game probably drastically decreases without TJ Watt, the best player on the Steelers and, you know, top three player in the NFL wreaking havoc without Watt. I just don't see how the Steelers find a way to make this game competitive. I just don't see it. No, absolutely. I was like, this was like a dream matchup getting Steelers spread money line. You know what kind of better I am, Alex. Like if TJ Watt was playing, this was the dream spot for me. It's because I think that he just matched up with Josh Allen, even off the edge, they'll put him in some spies, but without him, it's GG for them. I mean, the one I, thing is, I don't even know I if I can. I don't even know if I can touch the spread without TJ Watt to be honest, because it could really get ugly. I, I I don't know if I can touch it honestly. The only thing I haven't looked at uh, weather, the Buffalo weather. I'm assuming they're calling for bad, bad weather. If yeah. the sp- if the total is the total I was only thirty, yeah, just yeah. about to say half. that thirty five and a yeah. half. Something's got to be no, brewing in in Buffalo. No, that's a good call. And so, I, mean, the, I think the, the the worse the weather the better that is for the Steelers. I mean, just, I think bad weather, it just, it, it, it condenses games Hell like yeah. the steel, like, like the, 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 the bills offense is, is obviously a wagon here. And I think the, the bad weather is, 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 a, is a negative to that. So I really do think you, you might be able to talk me. I want to see where this spread goes throughout the week, but like, yeah. I, I think there's going to be some value on, on the side of the Steelers here, but I mean, it would be, it would be the choke job of the century. If after the bills went on the run that they just went on to, <laughs> to essentially backdoor the division, to then lose at home to to who's it, is it going to be Kenny Pickett? I assume Pickett's going to play. Please, I, I, please God, please God. I've, they have I, to have Bra- they have to have a brain and be like, we got to put Kenny in. We we have to and just let Najee bear a little bit. And we had the most capable quarterback we possibly could have in the situation. I'm so and sick. Maybe TJ's fucking not playing, maybe fucking so target sick. George Pickens this week. How or we don't that? know. TJ's maybe playing. target George Pickens. Look in his direction. Yeah, man. No, you're not wrong, brother. I'm sorry. <laughs> I understand. We 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 snapped the last two weeks, but. No, you're not wrong. You got to give him the ball. We just, dude, with with that, without Watt, I, I don't, it's I don't so see it. And, unless, dude, again, if, if you're a Steelers fan, you just got to pray that the weather just gets worse and worse and worse, and then, <laughs> and then the game, and then the game just becomes chaos. I mean, at that point, it's it's NFL football. Any anything can happen. You, you, you never know. But they're gonna they, they're gonna need a lot of help from the weather gods, the football gods, and. I don't know, maybe the devil himself if they want to come out of this game. <laughs> well, I, and speaking of, of last thing on that, speaking of Mike, of Steelers, Mike Tomlin, you still got it. You still got it. Nine and eight with never a doubt. Never a doubt. Were, were you ever going to go a losing season? Finds a way to, you talk about backdoor, finds a way to backdoor and get plus 500, gets over the 500 mark. Unbelievable for Mike Tomlin. Good for I, you. I think he, didn't he go five and one? They went five and one division, right? Pretty sure they went five one the division, like clear cut, like like that's incredible, bro. Like he's a he's a freak. We were talking. I remember we he's were talking about you know when the Bengals still had a playoff spot. We were talking about all four of these AFC North teams making the playoffs. When uh, somehow Browns were doing this with that defense, yeah, you switch, bring Flacco in. Uh, hats off to that division. That Facts. was the most fun of football that, that we were seeing all year long. All right, let's go to another uh, narrative. As you mentioned, Kenny, with all these narratives, Mike McCarthy is seeing his former team visit AT&T Stadium. 4.30 on Sunday. We got the over at 50.5. The Packers at plus 275 underdogs on the money line and 7.5 point underdogs. CeeDee Lamb leading the league, leading the wide receivers, 14 touchdowns on the year. This team still looks scary. I got to obviously give the edge here to Dallas. I'm going to congratulate Jordan Love on making the playoffs, getting that $500,000 incentive mark. A little crazy that Geno Smith was supposed to get $2 million if they made the playoffs and, and not Jordan Love. I agree with you on that. Uh, but, yeah, the, the Cowboys got to take care of business here. I'm a little bit more scared of the Cowboys this year than I was last year. I still think the, the same hype around the Cowboys this year is the same as last year. It's just I think they're playing better this year, and they are uh, a better team this year. I easily think it's got to be the Cowboys here. I don't think they can cover seven and a half, though. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, like, I, I love this Packers team. It's hard not to to, to tip your hat off to, to Jordan Love and, and what this team has done. I think the Packers are the only team that make the playoffs without a Pro Bowler. You know, again, I know the people uh, yep. people scoff at the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl doesn't really matter. But, like, you know, it's, it's still recognition of the kind yeah, of players tough. that you have oh, on yeah. your team. That's a good point. 
And like, I, I wish that I wish they still had the like this the season long award still up. They've essentially the like, Stefanski was like minus ten thousand to win coach of the year like a week ago, right? So like he's he's going to win coach of the year, and I get the argument. Like you know, I think like you look at what the Browns have done with like four different quarterbacks. So the hats off there. I just like I don't think you you can't give Stefanski coach of the year and give Flacco comeback player of the year. Like it's <laughs> it, it's it's what it was it was it Stefanski or was it Flacco? I I I think. Like you look at the the totality of the season here. Like, how do you not look at the, what the Packers have done and not say Matt Lafleur's coach of the year? Yeah, like, I, the park. I I think he knocked it out of the park, man. So I, I that's just, that's that's my two cents on that. I think the Cowboys destroy the Packers. I think they win this game by like thirty five. <laughs> wow. Okay. Completely off on. on no, yeah, I was gonna say because I'm thinking my emotional. I love Jordan Love bet on the on the Packers plus seven and a half, but it it is not a good. This is like a horrible matchup on paper. Horrible matchup for where they're going down to Jerry's world. Horrible matchup for Mike McCarthy playing his old organization. Like I think it means more for Mike to probably kick the shit out of the Packers than it means for Lafleur to kick the shit out of the Cowboys. And it is it, it, definitely not the dream matchup. For I the mean, Packers dude, I'll, I'll, say, I'll, I'll say this it right. Like, is. there's the Cowboys have all the pressure in the world. Coming into this game, that's I mean, what I the, like. That's what the I like. Cowboys, nope. yeah. the, the Cowboys have all the pressure in the world. The Packers are playing with house money. I mean, they could lose by fifty, and this is still a very positive season for them. Like Jordan Love could go out there, lay an egg, play the worst game of his life, and if you're a Packers fan, you're still ecstatic going into next year. You're excited about your team, where you're going. Like you're playing with house money here. So that's the one thing I'll say that the Packers have going into this is that there's. There's a lot more pressure on the Dallas Cowboys with, again, what they've done or, or haven't done in the playoffs over the last, like, 25 years. This is clearly their best their best chance to win the Super Bowl of, of my lifetime. And, again, I'm, I feel pretty good about them taking care of business this week. But I think that if you're the Packers, I think the only scenario where this is a game and you at least have, have a shot here, I think you, you, have, to, you have to strike first. got to find a way to strike first and get those boo birds in Dallas – starting to fly i mean the second that crowd gets you know those butt cheeks clinch up a little bit yep. and you're like oh like here we go again oh boy <laughs> other than that man i just i think it would it's gonna have to take a lot of a lot of good fortune for for the packers to find a way here and i as much as i've liked what i've seen here the defense has a lot of issues the cowboys put up 30 yesterday like literally while half asleep i mean this offense yeah. is is just a juggernaut they're going to score 40 at will the only way that this this is this is an l is if they you know they lose the turnover margin by like three Dak throws a pick six and again i think if like if green bay gets the ball first marches down the field and scores i okay i'm interested i'm interested because it's going to put dallas it's going to put dallas on their back feet it's going to get that crowd a, a little anxious but Again, I, I I think this number's right, and I, I think it might even get higher. I mean, I really do think just I top to bottom, the Cowboys are just so much better. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And you got two games to go with the, again, narrative. Detroit Lions hosting the Rams, Same. and even though everyone's all Same. over the – this is our Sunday night game. Even though everyone's all over the Stafford return to Detroit type that. train, let's remember what Kenny said when he introduced this game – it's both quarterbacks playing against their former teams. Jared Goff playing against his former team. Let's not forget that. Huge narrative here. Three and a half point favorites are the Detroit Lions. So we see Sam Laporta go down. Dan Campbell in a meaningless game, in a meaningless time in the game. Uh, just exactly like biggest clown award, exactly what we didn't need to see. These are why we don't play in those meaningless games at the end of the year. Minus 166 on the money line are the Detroit Lions as the favorites. 51 and a half is the over. Uh, I really want to see Detroit make a run here for the, the fan base. Uh, but the way the Rams have been playing, they're going to give them a tough route, a, a tough run in this game. I do think, though, with the Detroit Lions front, and Aiden Hutchinson firing up the boys. We got a home playoff game, won the division for the first time since 1993. We got a lot of hype around us right now. I, I'm going to ride this Detroit Lions train and, and give Lions a W. Uh, I disagree. I'm on the Rams. Oh, well, I know why you're on the Rams. Sorry to say that. Yeah, look, I mean, I, I'm going to be a little biased here because I'm holding some very juicy Rams future tickets. But dude, oh, if, you're the, if you're the Lions, if you're the Lions, I, I think the Rams are like the last team that you that you wanted to see. Uh, yeah, like the Rams are the single hottest team. Other than the Buffalo Bills, like the Rams are the hottest team in the NFL right now. They've they've lost one game since Halloween, and it was in overtime in torrential downpour in Baltimore in a game that they probably should have won. That's their only loss. This this Rams offense is a 
juggernaut. They, I think you can make a case the Rams have the best top to bottom, the best offense in the NFL right now. Now the defense leaves some to be desired, but you can't count them out. They got, you know, Aaron Donald is a force to be reckoned with. Um, again, uh, Kobe Turner has been a, an absolute madman, you know, steaming up, uh, you know, he, I, don't, I didn't see him listed on a single book for a defensive rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. And then like a week ago, they listed him and he was like the second odd, the third odds behind Jalen Carter and Will Anderson. So look, I think it's going to be a shootout again, totals 51 and a half. I think it could even go over that. Like, I think th- this has given me that, like, you know, the Rams chiefs, Remember the Rams Chiefs game, uh, Goff versus Mahomes a couple years ago? Yeah, was that like, color rush game. It was like a yeah, million to a million. <laughs> I think we might be getting that game Sunday night. I mean, I think this this game has shootout written all over it. And I, look, I think either of these teams can compete in a shootout. A lot of it is going to depend on you know what the deal with Laporta is. Uh, like that's that is that it's a massive loss. He's their yeah. he's their second best, second or third best you know offensive weapon behind behind St. Brown and like I don't know like maybe Gibbs. Like this guy has been the the just most reliable weapon that they have and if he's out or banged up like that that's a massive 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 loss so I, i'm waiting to see what the deal is there they're calling it you know bone bruise hyperextended knee it looks it sounds very very similar to the injury travis kelsey got right before week one and then yep. i think it happened on like tuesday and kelsey ended up playing that thursday so my guess is laporta is going to play but it's not going to be 100 percent I'm just, I'm not betting against the Rams right now, man. Like they, you can't stop this offense. And if it's just a race to 40, give me the Rams. I just, yo, I'm on Rams money line as well, but mainly because this morning I took the Rams plus 5,000. Kenny, I had no idea you're on the Rams as well. I texted this motherfucker right before I placed it. I'm looking at the odds on FanDuel for, for Super Bowl. I, just got, I need a fun bet. I just need one. And I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm just tied between the Texans and the Rams. And I'm like, wait a second. These motherfuckers have been playing the playoffs since literally Thanksgiving. Their only loss, like you said, was to the Ravens in the game they should have won in torrential downpour. They have arguably, in the, on the NFC side of things, when it comes to playoffs, quarterback I'd want the most out the NFC, arguably Stafford. Coach I'd want the most out the NFC, talk about experience, arguably McVay. And they found gems on defense. Let's talk about the guys we can shut down. The corners have got their young corners that they found to be gems. They have gems in the trenches. We talk about how we win football games. We wanted you want a five ten dollar ticket to have some fun. That's all I was looking at, and it makes a lot of sense. I placed that Rams ticket so fast. Now that I know me, you were lying, Kenny. I might go back and put twenty more on the Rams just to have some fucking fun. It just makes so much sense to me, and I'm down to have some fun. So I'm putting on the Rams. The only thing that pisses me off is that so I I took the Rams. I took the Rams to win the NFC and the Rams to win the Super Bowl, like. I think it was like three weeks ago. And at the time they had, like, they, they still, they, they needed to win and they needed help to, to clinch. Right. So like, it was looking like they were probably going to make the playoffs, but they, they still had to take care of business and they were plus 7,000 to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> if I knew that they were going to get in, get the sixth seed and I could have woken up this morning and still got them at 50 to one. Like I probably, you know, I probably would have waited. I'm glad I got it at 70 to one instead That's of 50, insane. but, but like, yeah, I think the Rams today right now, at plus five thousand to win the Super Bowl, I, th- I think is is beyond is beyond disrespectful. Who are you afraid really, of in a shootout? Because it's going to be this a shootout. Team is the Rams. really really good. Again, as an Eagles fan, I wanted to lose, so we had to play Tampa instead of the chance to play the Rams at home. Like I don't like I don't want to see the Rams right now at all. So I, I again I, I I think I think the Rams and Lions again they're gonna they're, they match up well with each other. It's going to be a great game. And again, I look at it similarly to to the Texans Browns. I think it's closer to a coin flip than anything else. Mm-hmm. So give me give me the hottest team in the NFL at, at plus money with with the most experience. Final thought before I pass it to you, Alex. I talk talking to people who are listening and watching. When it comes to the Rams, when it comes to these matchups, and if it comes down to a shootout, we talk about quarterback, running back, wide receiver tandems, play callers. Who would you rather have when it comes down to it? If it comes down to a shootout close game. To me, give me the fucking odds, man. Let's have some fun. Yeah, and and the also the, the stat on that as well is when they have I saw this a couple weeks ago. When when the Rams have Kyron Williams, Matt Stafford, Puka Nakua, and Cooper Cup on the field, they rank number one on offense in every single category across the board. It's Look potent, at him. Every single one. Those guys are on the field. They are the number one ranked offense statistically. In the entire league. So that's something to take note of there as well. I'm rooting for you guys. I remember seeing that that Rams ticket out there. Um, I just think you, we got to follow the... Uh, Damn, I, follow wish, the, I, the, the, the I missed the 7K. I'm a dumbass. 
I, even the 5K right now, I remember texting no, you. No, but 7K. That's still yeah, very no, healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 7K is crazy. All right, to our final game, our final game of the slate on this wild, wild card weekend. Philadelphia Eagles, both of y'all birds playing in Tampa. Tampa wins the division with the big win over the uh, the sloppy win, I should say, over the Panthers yesterday. Eagles are still favorited after not only going 1-5 in five in the last six games of the season. Two and a half point favorites. The over-under set at 44. But we do get to go play in sunny warm Tampa Bay. Yes, we do. And, 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 and out of this shitty weather, rainy, cold weather here in Philadelphia. What do you got here? Uh, a lot of fans are are quitting on the Eagles right now. We're talking about we need some coaching changes. But right now, I still can't pick Baker and the Bucks to beat the Eagles in this situation. I'm, I'm on the Eagles to, to move on, and then we'll assess the damages and, and get to, to, to round two. You know, I can already see the Joe Jared Fisher's game-winning touchdown to, to, to knock us out of the playoffs. <laughs> Like, like dude, it's very fitting that where this Eagles team is right now and how and how the year has ended that we get to face like the the team in the NFC that has been like weirdly our biggest problem in big in in big games History. really just the really throughout my lifetime. I feel like we, uh, we we play we play the Bucks in so many of these games. My dad still talks about that shit, bro. We got we got very very lucky in that like the the matchups shook out how they did like the bucks stink the eagles stink too we are we are all for now we have no identity our offense stinks our defense stinks we can't stop anybody on third down and even with that said i mean this bucks team is just atrocious yeah. I, like like hats off to like i gonna I, I like baker mayfield i mean at the, like what he's done this year is very is is, is impressive I'm, I'm happy for him it's sort of rejuvenated his career a little bit you know quiet at some of the doubters but again he doesn't look right either he's I feel like he limps off the field every, yeah. every single drive you know, again, Mike Evans had a you know tremendous year, but I just I, I don't see it. I think even a bad Eagles team can can find their way to to, to win to win this game, but it's not going to be pretty. And what we win this game, and what for the right to go into Jerry World and, and play Dallas, we better we have a lot of things to figure out over the next week, two weeks, if if that's going to be relatively close. I, I've lost I, I have I've, I've lost faith in this team. Uh, vibes vibes are low. low it's not it's not good but again we're in the unique spot that you know we kind of get an opportunity to to get right and look you don't want to have to get right in the first round of the playoffs like that's typically uh not you know a, a, a situation that's gonna it's gonna lead the disaster here but like again we've seen like, it before the, the, the bucks stink the bucks stink if we go out there nothing would be like if the eagles go out there and blow them out which again i don't expect that to happen but they're it's it's in there somewhere. They're capable of doing it. I think if you're the Eagles, you're looking at this as an opportunity to, hey, look, man, like I know like we have our backs against the wall right now. We have probably the worst vibe of any team going into the playoffs. And we can essentially put all of that in the rear view with one game. We go we go into Tampa and we win a stress-free game and we play some Eagles football. I think you're gonna there will be a lot of hype on the Eagles, you know, going into what's likely Dallas the the, the following week. So we'll see what happens here. But I, I think this is a game that like look. I'll say this: If the Eagles lose this game, I, I think you everybody everybody is gone, including Sirianni. And it's crazy that that's even a possibility, given where we were like a, a, a month ago. But I don't know how you can, I don't know how the season can unfold the way that it's had, and then you still get the luckiest matchup of all time, and then you go lose to Baker Mayfield in the playoffs. Like that's you're at you're out. So a lot of pressure on the birds here. But again, it's a it's an opportunity for them to get right and clean the slate going forward so we'll see what happens here but uh man i i can't believe that like this is the tone of my voice on january Unbelievable. 8th. I, mean, I can't believe it let me I just ask you this first. let me just ask him this first um so just because you're riding the rams here if the rams win you guys will get dallas now if yes. if the lions win you get 49ers what's your yes. best outcome who do you want who do you want in that situation obviously dallas. you want the rams for the bet but as an Eagles, as an Eagles fan of of if our team wins, we either got to go, you know, to Dallas or to San Francisco. Which where do you want to go? So, a lot of people were saying this. I put the tweet out a couple of days ago, like, "Hey guys, am I the only Eagles fan that doesn't want to win Week 18 because of blah blah blah?" And I gave the whole spiel, like, "We can either play the Rams, we could play the Rams at home, or we could, you know, go into Tampa." And the number one rebuttal that I got was, "Well, look, if if it, if we lose and then we we play the Bucks, we're gonna have to play San Fran the second weekend." That's what I was thinking. Yeah. We gotta play San. We're gonna have to play San Fran anyway. Like I'm I'm going forward under the assumption that San Fran is not gonna lose until you know until I don't know yeah. we beat them or they're going to the Super Bowl. I mean, like the San Fran top to bottom is the best team in the NFL, and it's not particularly close. So like, yeah, if if you know if 
Detroit wins, excuse me, if, if the Rams win and then we play, uh, we play Dallas and, uh, I guess who would go play, um, to be um, Rams would, if the Rams win, oh, oh, yeah, if the Rams win and we win, Rams will go to San Fran. Yep. We would play, we would play Dallas. Like, yeah, I would rather play Dallas than play San Fran, but like San Fran's not going, probably not going anywhere. We're going to have to beat them eventually. So I, I didn't really put a whole lot of thought into like, you know, the, the look ahead matchups, like San Fran's going to be there anyway. Like you're going to have to get through them if you want to get to the Super Bowl. So if we've got to play them a week early like to me it doesn't really make much of a difference no you're right you've actually helped me cope a little bit because i was like ready to chalk the season but honestly maybe see some bright spots especially if we get to go play the cowboys again just because of familiarity and just to something like something i thought about sitting here so i'm gonna go my pick i'm gonna go with the eagles now i'm gonna gonna change size i'm gonna say we can win this game finally they they do suck and baker being hurt i think baker being hurt hurts them way more baker's fully healthy it probably is a little more scary for us but Something looking back to one of my first years of being an Eagles fan when I was a young boy, 07-08. We limp into the playoffs. <laughs> the Cardinals are on the other side of the wild card. I'm seeing a similarity here. If we can win, the Rams can win. We go to Dallas. The Rams go to San Fran. Now, during that Cinderella run, Cardinals had Kurt Warner and Larry Fitzgerald, and they had one of the best playoff runs we've ever seen in the history of the playoffs. But... I'm just saying, high potent offense, weapons. There's some similarities there. Cardinals and Eagles met in the NFC Championship, and that was one of my like. I don't really remember the game itself of 04. I remember being at the party and losing. That was like my first, just gut wrench heartbreaker. Deshaun Jackson scores a touchdown. Court Warner leads him down the field. We lose in the NFC Championship. We know what happens after that. I think there's a chance we can see the Cinderellas meet in the NFC Championship, and that's the gift. That's the only thing that's gonna help me cope. Is it going to happen? No, it's not happening. That's just how I'm going to cope for the next week, week and a half, watching the playoffs. I just hope that's the outcome we can get because that's probably the best and I think realistic outcome for it. Eagles fan, you can hope for So that's what I'm fucking hoping for. I was, as the only thing I'll say is like, even if, if look, let's just say <laughs> things go great. Let's say, let's say the Eagles make a run to the Super Bowl. You can't call it a Cinderella one. No, Cinderella you can't. You can't. When, when we were supposed to be the number one seed, be the number one seed, we came into the year as like the favorite to, you know, the top three favorite to 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 go back to the Super Bowl. No, and facts. four weeks ago, it, it looked like that that was the case. So just because like you can't be a Cinderella because you collapsed and turned yourself into into <laughs> a you Cinderella, choked. but but really do I like it? Just like every single criticism against the Eagles right now is is warranted and and then some right i mean like i i don't think this is just you know a good team getting bad breaks getting unlucky i mean this team looks this team looks awful i just think that we're presented with a unique opportunity that we get a you know the most cake playoff matchup that we could that we could literally possibly get and dude it's just a, it's a what have you done for me lately business short term memory go in there blow them out because even this version of the eagles is capable of doing that and then you you walk you march into Dallas with a clean with a clean slate and you know you, you're back to where you were a couple of weeks ago. So ugh, I haven't really seen anything from the Eagles in the last month and a half that leads me to believe that like this is going to happen. But I just think that you know, look back against the wall, vibes couldn't be lower. But I think this is probably the best situation a team like this could have asked for, which is again. Uh, a potential get right spot wild card weekend. I think it's bullshit. We got to play on Monday. I don't know why I hate, we're playing I said on Monday. Show. I hate that, that shit. What the fuck? It's like our sixth one this year. Why, I, I, why is that? I mean, is I mean, that because they're putting? Yeah, they got to put the just, the Eagles money. fan base on the it's last. Just money. Just money. I, I I'm I'm trying to just think of another slot. Like I don't I know. Just, I, one o'clock on Sunday. Like, like I, I don't get why you can't have you know, Packers Cowboys at one. Rams Lions at four thirty or vice versa, and then give us the and then give us a night game Sunday night. I mean, just like we're like whoever wins that game is at a slight disadvantage going into the following weekend because yes. you're you know you, you have one less day of rest. And in the NFL, that's massive. Yes. So we we, we kind of got screwed there. But you know what, man? If you didn't feel like playing on Monday, you shouldn't have lost like five of your last six. <laughs> yeah, and and Manny was saying uh, yesterday. He said, uh, "Well, I." Bet you we're gonna get that fucking peacock game, and I'm like, that is hilarious. <laughs> if you sorry ass fans gotta go watch this sorry ass team and pay to watch that sorry ass team 
uh, to watch him on Peacock. This was a good therapy session, though. I might have talked myself into putting 15 bucks on us doing Super Bowl. <laughs> Just because if, if, if we if we win if we win the first game and we go to Dallas, if I'd rather that, have the plus I have plus 1400 in Dallas. What? If Fuck that, it. If Fuck that it. gives you extra motivation to root for it's this sorry ass team Fuck right it. now, then then whatever whatever floats your boat. There's to some Eagles fan that can relate somewhere. So. <laughs> Hey Kenny, that's all we got you got here got you here for uh for week 18 here this this conclusion of the NFL regular season. Hopeful to uh to catch you for these this wild playoffs that we're in. Uh it's been a fun ride with you this NFL season. Nice. We are we're just heating up for these playoffs. Can't wait to see more of you. And uh yeah, we we're over the sickness and COVID and Thank food poisoning. God, we're back. Hey, you have a you have a fantastic trip to Chicago. Enjoy those Bill that uh that Bulls game and uh we'll we'll be sure to uh to check out those pictures from out there. Facts. I can't wait, man. Talk to you guys next Monday. And uh, I guess we'll, you, want to, you want to do next Monday or you're going to do Tuesday after the Birds game? What's our plan we next probably week? Do Tuesday. We'll probably do Tuesday because of uh, uh, what's it called? Birds game. Because of the Birds game. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, then, look, I'll see you guys next Tuesday. And look, despite despite everything that, that they've gone through, it's always go Birds. Go Birds, <laughs> baby. Ladies and gentlemen, the CEO and founder of the Moonshot, yes, Kenny McAndrews. Thank you, sir. Hey, oh, man. That was fun, guys. We're back to, we're, we're back. And, and and I was texting Manny last night, and I said, the we're back department called. They're asking for the all-day, everyday show. If you like this NFL reaction show, week 18, the regular season is over, and you did watch this on YouTube, make sure to drop a like, comment, and do not forget to hit that subscribe button so you're not missing out on any new videos, new podcasts, as we uh, m- like kind of slither through the playoffs and get over to NBA, NHL, and the MLB offseason for this show. If you did watch, listen to this on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, drop those ratings. They do help us a long, long, long way. And also, connecting with us on our social media platforms, uh, we have a lot of fun interacting with you guys. Hate, likes, whatever, whatever it may be for you guys. Uh, they don't, again, TikTok does not like my takes on, they're not happy about the Winter Classic take, but that's fine. Uh, our Instagram is at ADEDpod. Our, our Twitter is at ADEDpodcast. And our TikTok is simply the name of the show. The regular season is, season is over. We are finally headed to the playoffs. And, I, and my team ended with a victory. Victory Monday. Last one for the New York Giants. Hey, Shepard. Love you. Thank you. Thank you Better for your time in New York. Saquon, too, Saquon, baby. thank you. We love you. We'll see you next week. <laughs>